0: Welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast by Focus on the Family Singapore. Family life can be crazy and chaotic, so join us as we figure it out together. Hello and welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast. My name is Erin Ng and I'm your host for this episode. In each episode of the Parent Ed Podcast, we'll be tackling questions that parents are asking about family life, parenting, marriage, work life, and much, much more. We'll be speaking with everyday parents and practitioners as they share with us their experience and practical ideas. We hope that you'll keep tuning in to learn with us and to grow personally in your journey as parents. Singapore will be celebrating 55 years of national service next year. And recently, I saw a meme describing how NS Today is so different from that in the past. My favorite one is of how guys used to joke about the day that they would serve ice cream and burgers in the cookhouse and now they actually do. And during my time, the most that parents would do was to drive their children to camp for those who own a car. But nowadays, parents are much, much more involved. Some would say it's too much. NS has indeed become very different, for good or for bad, but it remains an important rite of passage for guys in Singapore. In fact, is a major milestone not just for the enlistee, but perhaps more so for the parents who now have to release their sons to what they might see as hardship and possible danger. Today on the Parent App Podcast, we have father and son, Kelvin and Lucas, to share about what NS means for them as a family. Welcome to the Parent App Podcast.
1: Hi, Aaron. Hi, Aaron.
0: Hi, welcome, welcome. Before we talk more about NS, can you tell us a bit more about yourself and each other?
1: Sure. Uh, I'm Calvin and uh, I'm an account manager. I've got four boys, married for 21 years. And uh, Lucas here is my uh, oldest child. He's uh, 20 this year. I'm an NS man on uh, Mindev uh, Reserve uh, status and uh, he is a full-time uh, NSF.
0: And Lucas, how is it like now being in NS?
2: Being in NS right now is kind of okay because uh, there's uh, COVID measures. And also, I would say that compared to when I first enlisted and compared to now, it would seem to be a lot more decentralized and a lot easier.
0: (laughs) So Kelvin, you mentioned you have four sons. What is it like raising four sons at home?
1: It's uh, never a dull moment, uh, Aaron. Every day it's uh, different, but I think uh, we've uh, sort of like gotten into the routine. I never thought I would have uh, four sons, but uh, here we are. So yeah, I think many times uh, you just got to uh, go with the flow and not try to be too uh, controlling about everything. After all, boys will be boys and each of them will... uh, Develop their own uh, routine and uh, personalities.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm actually very uh, glad to hear about how you have four sons, and then you know how you're actually having the first one going through NS right now. And actually, you know, I'm hearing this, I'm I'm very thankful that we are living in Singapore where we experience uh, peace and security. However, serving national service means that your sons could be mobilized in times of emergency, and with that, they might possibly be seriously injured or perhaps even face you know some mortal danger. So, how much of your emotions do you convey to your son uh, about all these before
1: he started? We didn't really uh, talk about uh, this kind of things, right? Because uh, the understanding is that uh, in in service of the nation, uh, one must be prepared to uh, lay down our lives, right? Uh, I remember my father didn't uh, talk to me about this uh, when I enlisted a long, long time ago either. It was just sort of like uh, something that you knew, right? Aaron, like you said. Uh, very often, we take our peace and uh, security for granted. So I think with that environment also that uh, realistically, we, we never really think about uh, this kind of things, right? Because, uh, yeah, you know, while you're prepared to uh, pay the ultimate price, hopefully peace, uh, diplomacy and uh, deterrence uh, do their job. Lucas, now that
0: you're in national service, you know, living in a peaceful scenario so far, right? Now uh, you're uh, in uniform. How does that feel for you?
2: I mean, right now, knowing that I may be mobilized at any time, I can say that in the least, I'm prepared to lay down my life for my country. Be it when I'm out on the field or defending my own airbase. I know that me and my friends will always be ready to defend our nation when we are called up. Right now, NS, uh, we do a lot of peacetime ops. We always pray for nothing to happen, uh, which which is always the best case scenario.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. So now let's expand this discussion a little bit more to the family, right? So, as a family, what was your perspectives of, of NS, uh, Kelvin? Do you see any difference in the way you approached it and how your wife approached it?
1: Yeah, there are some differences for sure. Of course, uh, mothers, uh, being mothers, uh, they would uh, fuss about uh, the children a lot more than uh, fathers, right? So, as a father, sometimes, you know, she will be waiting for, for Lucas to call every day and all that, right? And then we'll be telling them, uh, right, relax, don't, don't kanjong, right? I'm sure he's fine right? And uh, right, he's probably busy with uh, something. And then probably she wants to uh, fast over him, uh, get him all kinds of creature comforts or whatever. And it'll be like, let him uh, have his own space, let him develop, like, let him become the man uh, rather than uh, being uh, pampered all the time, right? So that's, I think, the uh, primary uh, difference in uh, how we looked at it, I would say.
0: How about yourself then? Were there some times that you had to prepare him or so, or even have that dialogue with him even now that he's serving?
1: Yeah, we still chat about his experience. We still chat about how his day went uh, when he comes back and uh, what his week uh, will have. And I think especially during uh, his basic military training, that's where, you know, uh, we had a lot of conversations about, uh, right, uh, what was it that he was doing and what was it that he's going through and uh, how it was uh, maybe the same for me when I did mine and uh, how it would be uh, different in, in certain situations. For example, the food is a lot different these days is right, actually uh, cooked by uh, professional uh, catering uh, staff compared to uh, army cooks during my time.
0: So you're comparing your, your experience with him as well. Yeah. Research has shown that when parents are involved in their children's lives, they do so much better. And this also includes the life-changing NS experience. I believe even the SAF has come to realise the importance of the family in supporting the NS men through his national service. And I know before COVID, family members could visit the various uh, open houses, whether it's the Army, Air Force or Navy, to learn more about what their sons will be doing, where they will be sleeping, and even get to eat the food that you mentioned, right, from the cookhouse. And on even on enlistment and graduations, the family is very much involved in this. So what was preparation for NS like for you as a family? Uh, let's hear from Lucas, you know, before you enlisted, how did everyone rally around you and, you know, how did they support you or prepare you for enlistment?
2: Before enlistment, uh, I largely relied on my family and my father to just uh, prepare me for what's to come. Uh. I took uh, his previous experiences and uh, I adapted it to what might come when I enlisted. Lah. Uh. Uh, just a bit of background, since I did A-levels, my A-levels ended in December, so I was to enlist in January. So you can imagine that uh, I didn't have really much time at all to prepare myself. So mainly what my family and I wanted to focus on is my physical fitness at the time, as well as to just prepare myself mentally and uh, go in with no expectations and keep an open mind.
0: So they were what preparing healthy food for you, make sure that you wake up early, follow a routine. Did it, was this something that they did?
2: A bit of half and half. On the food side, they just gave me whatever I wanted to eat before I would go in there and uh, face the music. For the training itself, it was largely on my part because at the end of the day, I feel that self-physical training should be something that should come from yourself. Because sure, you can have your parents motivate you, but in the end, if you want progress, you have to make it yourself. That's why I would say.
0: Yeah, I know some people, You know, their physical fitness may not be so good, right? And then... Um, no matter how many times the parents nag at them, go out and exercise, go for a run. And there'll be you no, know, there's no motivation. And then until they enlist and then they realize, oh, I should have listened to my parents. I should have started earlier. There is a Chinese saying, which means, you know, you need to have a country before you can have a home. And this month where we actually celebrate National Day as well, what are your views about that statement? And how do you see the importance of family to the nation or to the country?
1: Yeah, uh, definitely, I think one comes to appreciate uh, the country and the fact that uh, we are so vested, you know, we are successful in Singapore, right? We've got good families, we have a good life, we have a roof over our head. Uh, Again, a lot of things uh, are taken for granted, right? But then uh, you look at what's happening in uh, some some countries which are not as fortunate as us, and I always... uh, say this to my wife and uh, to my children i think being born in singapore means that uh, you already win some kind of a lottery in life and uh, the fact that uh, our ancestors uh, decided to uh, come to singapore instead of any other country we just celebrated uh, national day of course uh, you you know one can't help but uh, compare some of these things some of these are very very uh uh hard questions uh, to ponder over but uh, it gives you a certain uh, appreciation for what you have i guess uh, the uh, tendency is to uh, take it for granted but uh, i think uh, once you go through national service uh, and uh, you serve as an ns man and everything and then uh, as the song goes right uh, two years of your life and then uh, uh, 10 years of your ns career right uh, for what right exactly for all all of these right so that we have uh, a very very stable uh, bedrock uh, to form our families to to engage uh, in uh, what we uh, like and uh, to pursue what uh, makes uh, for the common good.
0: So Lucas, do you think you grew in your appreciation of your family now that you have uh, you know done your national service or you're you're in camp? There are moments, to, especially perhaps in in BMT, where you said that wow, oh, I really appreciate home a lot more.
2: I mean, it, to share that sentiment, uh, I really felt that it really resonated with me during field camp itself. Uh. I'm pretty sure uh, you are well aware of the time in the middle of field camp where they present you with your letter. I remember when I first opened my letter after getting tekan 60 push-ups before I went out and it was raining. I read the first few lines and I started to tear up already because I really missed my family at that time. Then I realized that uh, I'm here to suffer the pain so that they don't have to. And uh, it really motivated me to know that uh, NS will be there for me and my country will be there for me and uh, I will be there to contribute back. And uh, it's a mutual relationship. Ah. So yeah, really, that really resonated me during that time. <laughs> so, you know, now
0: that you are spending the weekends out on, on you know, your, your time off, where you have your family. So what are some things that you have done now different from the past?
2: Now, I would say that uh, I'm spending a lot more time with my family. I'm really appreciating uh, the value of family time. Back then, since I was more busy with studies, I couldn't see them every day. I came back very late. The only time I could really bond with them was during the weekends. And during the weekends itself, I would still have to study. So now, knowing that I don't have to study, I would spend a lot more time. I go for regular walks with them, regular hikes with them on Sundays. Just now, I just went for a bike ride with my father when I haven't ridden a bike in six years. So... uh, yeah, I feel a lot more connected with my family, especially my father, spending a lot more time with him. We always have all, uh quality time together.
0: So Kelvin, you know, now that you have a bit more time with your son and, you know, you're having some shared experience uh, together with him, uh, what are some things that parents can also do when they have a son who is in national service?
1: Well, I guess I was fortunate that I had a very enjoyable and a positive uh, NS experience. So uh you know, I was able to uh, encourage him uh, when uh, he was... Uh, there are going to be tough tough moments, right? Like uh, hard training where, where you know that uh, they're really not looking forward to it because, uh, you know, it's uh, a week out in the field. It's going to be high-tempo exercise and all that. And sometimes, you know, it's just making sure that what Lucas uh, mentioned uh, is some nice food before he goes in so that, uh, you know, he goes in well-fed and in high morale, right? Because that, that makes a difference, right? And uh, making sure that uh, his uh, favorite meal is uh, prepared for him, right? that kind of thing. Sometimes you don't really have to uh, say that much, right? Uh, because, uh, you know, uh, what they are going through now might be very different. while it's sort of similar, everyone experiences it differently right everyone looks at it differently you can just uh, try to be there tell them to be positive and uh, say yeah when you get back uh, let's eat this again right so again they have something to look forward to after that high tempo exercise is done
0: yeah so i I remember um, when i was doing my national service and you know i just wanted to take a break right like just to be able to relax in that sense and come home and i know home is a safe place where i won't be Punish right? At home is a safe place where my parents will receive me and engage with me in conversations and just to yeah to love me when I come back from a busy week or even just a very tiring week. And I I believe for those who are listening in and your children are going through national service now, uh, it is a season for them to to really build the tenacity, uh, to build resilience for themselves, but yet at the same time to find out more about their own character and to grow in their personality as they engage with people uh, around them. Kelvin, I've got a quick question. You know, you, this is your first son preparing for NS. How are you preparing the
1: other three? My my second one is actually uh, also serving uh, full-time NS now. He uh, got enlisted in uh, April. So he's uh, in the midst of it. Uh, and uh, he just uh, came back today as well. So so in, uh, I think with what I always uh, stress to the children, right? Um, uh, get yourself physically fit. Don't neglect your fitness, right? Um for Lucas, he used to play a lot of sports and uh, he used to uh, be in the school cross-country team. So for him, uh, it, it wasn't so much of an issue. But for Isaac, my second son, he really uh, was uh, not very motivated to exercise, right? So uh, he really, really uh, left it uh, to, to the last minute uh, despite uh, all the nagging and all that, hey, why don't you go out for a run? The father would even say, let's go for a run now, right? <laughs> and I uh, just grab him and, and go out together and uh, just kind of like uh, do that with him, right? so that he knows that uh, he's not doing it alone, right? At least, you you know, there's some company and all that. So, in terms of uh, preparing, I think, uh, with all families, uh, I would highly recommend uh, making a trip uh, to the EMAT, either at the Chevrons or at the Safra Pongo, right? Where uh, the EMAT uh, staff and auntie will uh, will kind of like uh, help you uh, decide uh, what to get ahead of time uh, so as to uh, make that ease, that entry into uh, BMT a little bit easier, right? So that you are a little bit more well-prepared, at least mentally, right? Because you have done that rather than just uh, relying on whatever the SAF gives you on the uh, enlistment day itself. Uh, at least you know, okay, maybe I got that extra PT kit in case I misplace it. All right, I still got one, right? Or I, I got this, this thing or, or that, right? So also... It's it sort of like eases them and uh, prepares them. Okay, uh, this is your PT attire, right? And then you can show them. Like uh, fathers, if you still have your boots and your number four uniform and you've not de it yet, it's also a good time to uh, go through the motion to uh, show your son how to fold uh, the smart number four uniform. And uh, here's how you secure your boot lace because there's a certain way, there's a certain technique to go about that, securing it through the loops and all that kind of stuff, right? So that when they start on day one, they are a little bit less blur, lah.
0: Those are fantastic uh, um, practical ideas, uh, Kelvin. When I was uh, enlisting, I I joined a pre NS camp, uh, and then I had friends around me who you know equally uh, confused about what to do, but we had a. Uh, peers who, who taught us, you know, like how to fall number four. And if your family, the, maybe your the, the dads maybe didn't serve uh, in the in the military, we could also ask uncles or your family members who can actually share their experience as well. Yeah, and it sounds like your family has grown closer through this season of, of life, uh, going cycling together, going for runs together. And, you know, as you spend these two years uh, developing yourself, uh, I believe your perspective of family will also change, right? Uh, Lucas how is it now with your relationship with your younger brother that, he, that both of you are in uniform? What are some things that you, you guys talk about?
2: Okay, maybe just to give some context. I don't really get along that well with my uh, brothers because uh, uh, our interests are vastly different. But now that he's in NS as well, uh, we find some common talking points such as uh, how to prepare for NS. I helped him out with uh, all the boot layers, all that stuff. Uh, I went down specially to the e or also. I went from Changi all the way to Chevron's just to get him what he needed. So... Yeah, it's a good talking point. Our relationship has improved. Uh, I see that he's uh, matured a lot also, physically and mentally. And uh, yeah, I find it very easy to talk to him now. And uh, as for my other brothers, I will actually do the same for them also. Uh, I'll prepare them for NS, see what they they are nervous about or anything. As a whole, I would say, compared to last time, before I understood NS, I would say my family is a lot more uh, cohesive and uh, together as a whole, much more than before.
0: Really, really nice to hear that. And, you know, as we appreciate that that everyone plays a part in, uh, in serving the, the nation together, right? I believe even your mum uh, plays a huge part in supporting uh, both you and your brother uh, during this time of national service. So, all of us play our role in, a, in that sense. To end off our podcast on this topic of national service, Kelvin, what is one thing you would like to say uh, to your other sons about NS? And also, maybe for Lucas, what would you say if you have a projecting in the future? If you have a child preparing to go to NS as well, what would you say to your future generations about national service?
1: I uh, will start right. Yeah. So the message is always, uh, you know, be yourself, right? Just do your best, right? And uh, and uh, whatever the result, right? Because every everyone's gifts and calling is uh, very, very different. So as long as you do your best uh, in service uh, of the nation, that's uh,
2: what is expected and that's what you can do. Okay, as for what I would say for the future generations and for those who are enlisting the future, uh, the main thing is, uh, that kept me going throughout my NS journey, especially during OCS and all that stuff, is to keep an open mind. Uh, previously, I really was really narrow-minded. Uh, I expected a lot of things out of NS, and I realized that uh, every time NS manages to surprise me one way or another. Okay. So, the way I see it, the main thing you should go when you go into NS, you must have an open mind and uh, no expectations. Okay. That way, you will never be disappointed and you will always be ready for whatever is to come because the SEF always uh, focuses on safety as well as operational readiness. If we are not operationally ready, then uh, we might as well just fall over and give up our country.
0: Thank you, thank you. You know, from what I'm hearing for both of you, I understand that this is a a rite of passage for men in Singapore. Yet at the same time, uh, parents can be very protective, but it's time to let go and to, to let them explore and to grow up as well. And for what Lucas shared, you know, being ready and having an open mind to embrace what's ahead of you. I think that's something what our future generation will be very excited about. So Kelvin and Lucas, we just want to thank you for your time um, with us on the Parent App Podcast. I wish you all the best uh, for the rest of your time in service. You have probably a lot of stories to tell to your younger brothers as well, um, even uh, as you continue to serve. If you have any questions as a parent that we can help you with, write to us at parentad at family.org.sg. You can follow us on Facebook, focusonthefamily.sg and Instagram at thrivingfamily.sg. So this is Aaron for the Parent Podcast. Thank you for listening and have a great week with your family.